Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. You tell me how a president in the middle of a pandemic has got time for this bull <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Chris Cuomo is so mad. He's so They're losing it. I have to tell this is such a great sign for the election. They are losing it. The people at CNN, the Democrats that run the media, the people that, that come up with the fake. This is the most... I can't believe it. This is the most ironic thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Chris Cuomo from CNN on the air calling the president BS. I mean, what is I, this is the this is just I mean, they've come to the end of their rope there. There there's so many reasons for these people to be unhappy. There's so many reasons for CNN to start it. They're imploding right now. So many things have happened in the last 24 hours that have really upset the 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 mind trust the brain trust at cnn that's in charge of propaganda for the democratic national committee for the biden campaign they are coming up against it you can tell when people get really upset when they start to cuss when they just lose control of their senses and by the way you shouldn't really put somebody on live television if they can't even if they can't control themselves if they can't stop themselves from swearing during a live TV broadcast, probably they need to find another another line of work. And that's exactly what Chris Cuomo did. Now, we know this guy has a history of anger management issues. We remember when that dude called him Fredo and he he threatened to kill the guy and throw him down the stairs or something. And, and we just went off on him in public. We also know that when he broke quarantine and was seen at his house in the Hamptons and one of his neighbors called him out, a 60-year-old guy with a bicycle, he threatened to kick the crap out of him, too. So we know this is an angry guy. But here he is on a live newscast on cable television, which is why he won't get in trouble for it, dropping S-bombs when talking about the president. You tell me how a president in the middle of a pandemic has got time for this bullshit. Are you kidding me? Now, what the, this is playing directly into their hands, too. The president and his team, ex, they executed this brilliantly. This whole Goya boycott, this Goya boycott is the beginning of the end of cancel culture. It's the beginning of the end of the Democratic Party's ability to destroy people at whim. When they wake up and say, hey, who should we ruin today? What Republican organization or person or, or, or celebrity can we bring down today? And they just decide to do it. They used to be able to do it. Now they can't because people are fighting back. And this Goya boycott failure is the first sign that the president is winning in the United States of America again, that the president is beating Joe Biden in the court of public opinion. In fact, there were like, I'm telling you, a whole handful of reasons why the Democrats should be slamming their heads against the walls today. And this whole thing, this whole thing with Donald Trump tweeting a Goya photo, that's just one of them. We'll get into the whole list here in just a minute. But I, well, there's more with Chris Cuomo, too. Also, he's not the only one. Anderson Cooper almost cried. I know what you're thinking. Isn't that every single day? Anderson Cooper almost cried on Anderson Cooper 360 last night. They just can't believe that the president of the United States took a picture 
with a can of beans. And really, to me, it makes perfect sense. To the Democrats, it's the worst thing in the world that can happen. And I'll explain the difference to you here in just a minute. 855-765-104. I'm really happy. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because it's Friday Eve. I don't know if it's because we're getting all this great information about how the Democratic Party is in, is in uh, you know, just basically going down in flames. I don't know if it's because we have what the bleeps today, which is always one of my favorite things in the entire world. And if you've never heard what the bleep, if you're new to the show and you haven't yet experienced the fun and the excitement that is what the bleep then you're in for you're in for a treat lately i've actually been getting people messaging me saying you got any bleeps today oh really you guys doing bleeps today oh that's fantastic Some people stop me in the hallways you got bleeps today yeah i don't know if it would help we probably should i mean here's the thing more and more look, look the show's runs pretty chaotically well, as I said before, we have very little time to prepare the show. A lot of you who watch us on Facebook and Twitch and YouTube, you realize that we actually prepare a lot of the show while it's going on. Oh, yeah. There's three of us in here. We're buzzing around because we're multitasking all day. Uh, but despite the fact that the show is pretty chaotic, totally unplanned, not researched at all and pretty much off the cuff, we're doing really well. And people seem to really enjoy it. And even I got a nice email from our boss today saying, hey, it seems like things are going great down there. Congratulations on a job well done, um, which was nice because I didn't even think I didn't even think he knew my email address. So uh, but there was a point to this. Oh, but I'm thinking maybe we start to organize a little bit. Maybe we could put up on Facebook or on our website or something uh, a list so people know Thursday is what the bleep. Friday is fake news Friday. We try to make like, you know, we try to tell you in the name of the actual segment, for example, Whatever you want Wednesday, that's on Wednesday. That's the day Susie calls in. That's on Wednesday, right. right. Yeah, Susie calls in. <laughs> we can put that on the schedule, that's too. Susie calls in right. on Wednesdays. 10.15, Susie calls and <laughs> says it's Trump Day. 10.20, whatever you want Wednesday. And then, But what the bleep, we don't have Thursday in there, so... Maybe we need to maybe we need to look into that. Uh eight five five seven six five one oh four five. That's our number. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five is our number if you're trying to get through for any reason. We'd love to have you uh we'd love to have you chit chat with us. Also, there's big news about the Democrat about the Republican National Convention, pardon me. The Democratic National Convention's already uh null and void. That thing's already done. Um, they basically destroyed that. They're going to do it virtually. It's going to be the worst thing in the world. But the Republican National Convention, which is being hosted right here in Jacksonville, they're making more changes to it. They're making more changes to it. And that actually directly affects us here on the Marquee Show. And you, uh, you know, being part of the show, it affects you, too. And I think, you know, it's time to make some really important decisions. And uh, they may move it outdoors. They may limit access. In fact, they're going to limit access to delegates and things like that. There's, we have to start making some decisions about what we want to do with this. And, and there's something that I was talking with our boss about yesterday, which really I may need. I may actually need your assistance. Uh, I may need some of your assistance here as we look into it and we try to figure out what's going on. So we're going to we're going to talk a little bit about that here um, in just a minute as well. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. 1045 is our number. Now, yesterday there was also a huge Twitter hack, <laughs> which which, again, is something that the Democrats should be really upset about because the Twitter hack affected only the Democrats. Think about this. Somebody hacks into Twitter and they hack the accounts of uh, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Bill Gates, Kanye West, Jeff Bezos, all enemies of Donald Trump, yet they don't hack the number one account on Twitter, which is Donald Trump. 
So a very, very interesting thing going on there. They hacked it, of course, as part of a as part of a uh, a Bitcoin scheme, and apparently they walked away with a hundred thousand dollars. Somebody, the whole the basic premise was um, they sent they put posted this message on everyone's account that said something like, "Hey, uh, I want to give back during the COVID nineteen quarantine. If you deposit a thousand dollars in my Bitcoin account, I will deposit two thousand dollars back to you." Uh, so basically, it's a give me a dollar, I'll give you two dollar kind of campaign. Uh, sincerely, Bill Gates. And a bunch of people fell for it because whoever was uh, perpetrating this, they made a hundred grand, a hundred thousand dollars by hacking these Twitter accounts. And Twitter, keep in mind, t- Twitter, keep in mind, they want to be the number one, uh, you know, herald of what's real and what's fake news. They want to be the number one guardian of the truth. They want to be the number one uh, dictator of what is actually fact and what is fiction. That's why they've already been censoring the president. That's why they've been canceling uh, accounts left, right and center. Oh, they canceled Chuck Woolery's account because they didn't like what he said about COVID-19 being being a farce, being a hoax. Chuck Woolery. Former host of Wheel of Fortune, former host of Love Connection, Chuck Woolery, who is probably one of the least controversial people in the entire world, tweeted a couple of things about COVID-19 he disagreed with. Twitter shut him down. This is the this is the organization that thinks they have such a handle on the world that they can control what you think. They can't even control people from hacking into their accounts to scam people out of Bitcoin. I mean, it's really it's a it was a bad day for Democrats yesterday, and I don't think it's going to get any better. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. We got to take a quick break. We got uh, a bunch more of this Chris Cuomo crap. We've got some of your uh, phone calls, some of your open mic messages all coming up. Stay tuned. It's the Mark K show on one, oh, four point five WOKV. This is the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee, 855-765-1045. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. Coming up in just a minute, the Democrats had the worst day ever yesterday. Like, totally, totally horrible. It's uh, it's it's just god-awful for the Democrats. And they're, start- they're starting to do something, too, with Joe Biden that I think it, it's so funny because I, I, I'm still watching the West Wing. A lot of people have been streaming a different, you know, different shows on Netflix, and they've been binge-watching, whatever. I've been binge-watching the uh, West Wing for a long time now. I mean, it's seven seasons. But I'm in the uh, it's really great because I'm in the, the final season, which is all about the next presidential election. And the, the uh, it's, it's so great to watch because there are so many things that happen in the West Wing that almost it's like they're stealing the playbook. The Democrats and the Republicans directly from the show. And one of them was is about the debates. I was watching about the debates and Joe Biden and the team of Democrats that are in charge of his campaign are doing something that they it's a page ripped directly from the West Wing script. It's about downplaying the performance. Right now, everybody knows. That every time you turn around, there's an article about how how uh, people are concerned that Joe Biden won't be able to d- debate Donald Trump, that Donald Trump will wipe the floor with him. Every day, there's some new op-ed piece about whether Joe Biden should actually debate or not. You know, he's got a lead. Joe Biden has a comfortable lead over Donald Trump, which he doesn't. Uh, but Joe Biden has a comfortable lead over Donald Trump. He doesn't even need to debate. He, the only one who benefits in a debate uh, between Joe Biden and Donald Trump is Donald Trump. So why don't we just keep him locked up in Wilmington, Delaware, his favorite city in the entire world, and just let him cruise to victory? Donald Trump wants four debates. Joe Biden shouldn't even give him one. That's the consensus. And the reason for that is because you really they're trying to set the bar low. They're taking the bar and they're laying it on the ground for Joe Biden. Not even that. They're digging a trench six feet deep and they're burying the bar. 
That's how low they're setting the bar for Joe Biden in a debate 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 in a debate performance. In a debate performance against Donald Trump. So what happens at that point is if Joe Biden shows up, manages to stay on his feet and and is mildly or moderately coherent for the entire hour, he's won. All he has to do is not meet the low expectation, and all of a sudden he's won the debate. And Donald Trump being when you tell everyone Donald Trump's going to clean the floor with this guy and then Donald Trump cleans the floor with the guy. That's not news. That's not exciting. That's what we all expected. That's an old tactic that they've been doing for years in these debates. And they're trying to do it again with with uh, Joe Biden. Now, the problem is the problem with Joe Biden is even if you set the bar really low, like really low, like if you if you take it to China. And say, that's how low we're setting it. We're putting it on the other side of the world. If that's how low you set the bar for Joe Biden, he still may not be able to to to, uh, to get over it. He still may not be able to clear it. I mean, he's that bad. When he does when he does televised news conferences where he's reading from a teleprompter, he's that bad. When he does off-the-cuff Q&A, he's that bad. He can't keep numbers straight. He said yesterday he's going to take your your children to market and sell them to somebody. I don't know whom, but apparently he knows people that want to buy your children. And swiftly they want to do it. There's all kinds of things that are going on in his head or not going on in his head, which makes it very difficult for the Democrats to display him anywhere. Canceled the convention. They canceled. They said we're going to do it virtually. And then what we're going to do is we're going to let Joe come out at the very last minute, speak for like 10 or 15 minutes to accept the nomination, and then we're going to rush him back to Wilmington, Delaware. In fact, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they announce they're moving the convention from Wisconsin to Wilmington, because that's where Joe Biden is most comfortable. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is uh, Annalisa in Alabama. How you doing, Annalisa? How are you? Good morning, Mark. How are you? Oh, I'm doing really well. Uh, yeah. Thanks for asking. And I have actually it's two questions concerning the same topic. First question is, when November comes and the election is up, how do they pick these people to count the votes up? How do you know if you can trust these people and they're going to be fair about it? How do I know? Okay, say that one more time. After the election, how do I know I can trust the people? Well, what I'm saying, no, what I'm asking you is, is the people that, you know how when you go in and you vote at the polls, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, how do you know if the people that's in there watching the polls and stuff, how do you know if you could trust these people that are in there to be fair and count the votes fairly? Well, what happens is, I mean, once you give, once you give your, your ballot to the machine, the machine counts it. You know, it, it scans through there, and they, it, I guess they go to a hand count whenever there's some kind of recount situation. For example, with the dimpled chads and the hanging chads and the butterfly ballots. But I think you know they take people out of the out of the equation, and that's one of the big issues: is do we trust the companies that have written the programs for the machine? Do we trust that these machines can't be hacked? I mean, you have you have lawyers and moderators and delegates from both sides of the aisle watching the complete voting process. You are, you will have a slew of attorneys from the Republican National Committee and the Democratic National Committee all over Florida, in Miami-Dade and Broward and Palm Beach County, where they can't count anything, let alone ballots. You're going to have them in Ohio. You're going to have them camped out in places that they're now calling battlegrounds, like Texas and Georgia. You're going to have them in North Carolina. You're going to have them in, in Wisconsin and Michigan and Pennsylvania, faux show. 
So, you know, the, Donald Trump and the, and the Republicans, they're not leaving it up to chance. They're not trusting anybody. Nobody ever does. I mean, it's politics for crying out loud. So you have to go in there. You have to cast your ballot. You have to put it in the machine. You have to put that little sticker on your chest and you have to walk out and you have to know, know that somebody out there will count your ballot uh, appropriately. However, all of that goes out the window if you mail in your ballot. That's a whole different story. Uh, we'll get into that a little uh, a little later on, too. 855-765-1045. All right, got to take one more quick break. Stay tuned. More of the Mark K Show is coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. You tell me how a president in the middle of a pandemic has got time for this bullshit. Are you kidding me? No, we're not. And I'll tell and I'll explain it all to you in just a minute, Chris Cuomo. First, though, we have a very exciting guest here in the studio. Rich Jones, news director for 104.5 WOKV, leapt in here with a very exciting First update. Of all, the other day you gave me that, was it Goya? That, that oh, the Malta Goya. And today it's diet tonic water. I didn't What's give you that. On? You took that on your, no one offered you that. <laughs> I offered you the Maltagoya. That one you're just pilfering on your own. I don't think it's going to be as sweet as that. Also, that's been in here for a couple months now, so I, <laughs> I wouldn't. Don't know what it is. It's probably just water at this point, and not anyway. Uh, Rich, did you have some kind of exciting announcement you I, wanted to make? Yeah, and I I know that the message has been all over the radio all week long, and maybe you're not. Uh, Maybe you're tired of hearing the message, perhaps. Is this about Carathon? Uh, this is a Carathon okay. update. I, I did want to make sure that I passed along this update because this is really a big deal, and this really warms my heart to see. Mm -hmm. I, I just heard from our friend Carla Montgomery. She's the executive director at the Child Cancer Fund. Yeah. We've been on the air all this week talking about Carathon and the effort to try to raise money for local pediatric cancer patients. No amount is too small, and that's still the case. A $10 sure. donation will go a long way. But there's a gentleman out there, and I, I don't have his name, and I, I don't even know if his name is relevant, but he listens to us all the time on WOKV. He listens in Fernandina Beach, and he said he call uh, he he made a donation this morning because he himself has battered, battled cancer, and he can't imagine what the experience is like for a child. Yeah, he made a five thousand dollar donation this wow. morning. Wow, a five thousand dollar donation. Let's say we're like public, so we ring the bell when you make a donation. Isn't that great? So I, whomever that gentleman is, I just wanted to pop on and say, first of all, thank you for your generosity, your support of WOKV through the years, your support of the Child Cancer Fund, your support of these um, kids. If anyone wants to match that, that would be great. Oh, you yeah, can donate. <laughs> match it. We'll throw. If anyone wants to match a $5,000 donation in the next hour and a half, we'll throw in a Mark K. Show t-shirt. I love it. Isn't that I love great? it. Let's That's do perfect. it. Yeah, hopefully we have some. That's fair market value for Just head to childcancerfund.org or wokv.com, or you can text the word forever to the number 41444. But I was moved enough to, to share that story. And uh, there's a gentleman out there who's a cancer survivor and just dropped $5,000. And so thank you very much, sir, for your generosity. That's awesome. Rich, before you go, real quick, am I still the high bidder on the slingshot for a day experience, I item number so. 126? I think so. Okay, good. Perfect. I'm surprised you haven't bid on Iceland, though. I'm well. I mean, I you want to go to you go to Iceland. I don't have time to go to Iceland. I have two kids. Well, it's it's got like a three year shelf life. You don't have to make the decision. I'm still and go gonna right have kids away. in three years. They'll be three years older. Right, but not that old where I can leave. Anyway. I like the Kentucky bourbon experience. No, I, know you I like just, bourbon. I just want the slingshots for 24 hours. Okay. Uh, go to wokb.com to check all that out. Rich, congrats and thanks so Thank much you. for all thanks, you guys. do. We really appreciate it. Uh, we really really do. Eight five five seven six five. 1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number if you're trying to get through. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the horrible day that the Democrats had yesterday. The Democrats, they're losing it. 
and they know they're losing it. First thing that happened yesterday morning was Rasmussen came out with their presidential approval poll, and the presidential approval poll has spiked back up to 48, 47, 48 percent. And this is basically this is bad news for the Democrats because every single poll that they cite has Donald Trump losing to Joe Biden in a national poll by 10 points. Has Donald Trump 39 percent of the people approve of the president's blah, blah, blah. Right now, though, if you go to the Rasmussen poll, 47 percent of likely U.S. voters approve of President Trump's job performance. That is his average. That is the average of pretty much any president in the position who has been in power as long as they have. Uh, in fact, Barack Obama, who won re-election handedly against Mitt Romney uh, this far into his presidency on July 16th, 2012, had a 47 percent approval rating. So when you look at what's going on with the Democrats, when you look at what's going on with the uh, with the uh, the the campaign against the president, it's not working. The things that they're doing are not printing. People look at the job the president's doing against the coronavirus, against the uh, protests and the riots, against the crime that's run rampant, against police brutality, against all of these things, against China uh, and against, you know, helping to boost the economy, all of these things. And people are are they approve to the tune of 47 percent. None of this stuff has damaged how he looks in the public eye. And that is bad for the Democrats. They, this is a president who was impeached by the House of Representatives and still has a 47 percent approval rating heading into the election. Not only that, not only that, but yesterday, the president of the United States got a great endorsement from guess who? The National Association of Police Organizations. They wrote to the president of the United States, dear Mr. President, on behalf of the National Association of Police Organizations, I am very pleased to formally announce NAPO's endorsement of your re-election campaign for President of the United States. Our endorsement recognizes your steadfast and very public support for our men and women on the front lines, especially during this time of unfair and inaccurate opprobrium. That's a tough word to say. Opprobrium being directed our at our members by so many. We particularly value your directing the attorney general to aggressively prosecute those who attack our officers. You're signing into law the Law Enforcement Mental Health and Wellness Act. Your advocacy in signing into law the legislation which permanently authorizes funds to support 9-11 first responders and their families. Your revitalization of the Project Safe Neighborhoods program to help reduce violent crime. And your unflagging recognition that America's law enforcement officers just like any other citizens have constitutional rights to. NAPO is a coalition of police unions and associations from across the United States that serves to advance the interest of America's law enforcement through legislative and legal advocacy. Founded in 1978, we now represent more than 1,000 police units and 241,000 sworn law enforcement officers who share a common dedication to fair and effective crime control and law enforcement. NAPO is pleased to support your reelection campaign for president, and we are confident of your continued strong support of America's law enforcement community. Here's why this is bad news for the Democrats, because NAPO is an organization of 241,000 law enforcement professionals who will most likely be voting for Donald Trump. But not only that, 
They are married to people. They have kids of voting age. They have parents and relatives and friends. There are retired individuals who they don't represent, but who they've represented in the past, who realize that Donald Trump is the law and order president and that the Democrats have abandoned them, as they write in this letter, and that the attorney general at the president's behest is the only person out there fighting to protect the men who are protecting us and the women who are protecting us. And this is so not only huge for the president of the United States, this endorsement is so damaging to Joe Biden for two reasons. Number one, because it says that the law enforcement professionals in this country side with the president. They endorse the president. Who endorses Joe Biden? Who endorses the Biden campaign and the Democratic Party? The criminals. If the cops are with President Bush, uh, with President Bush, if the cops are with President Trump, then that leaves the criminals with Joe Biden. Secondly, this is an endorsement. This organization, this NAPO endorsement went to Barack Obama in 2008. It went to Barack Obama in 2012. Joe Biden and his merry band of idiots have lost a major endorsement that his party carried twice before when Joe Biden was on the ticket. This is just one of the reasons the Democrats had such a horrible day yesterday. Throw this into a 47% approval rating on Rasmussen and everything they do, everything they've been doing this year, whether it's the coronavirus response, whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether it's the Antifa riots, whether it's burning down police precincts in Minneapolis, whether it's taking over a large swath of Seattle and claiming it as an autonomous zone. Everything the Democrats have thought to do to take down the president has not only had zero effect on his popularity and his approval rating, but it's also chasing away some of their staunchest allies, a quarter of a million police officers who said, hey, we supported you twice in the past, Joe Biden, but you've abandoned us. So now we throw our full support against the law and order president, Donald Trump. 855-765-1045. But wait, there's more. We got to take a quick break. We got some of your phone calls coming up. Stay tuned. It's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Okay, thanks so much for joining us. 855-765-1045. We're going to get to this whole Chris Cuomo meltdown over the Goya beans. I'll have to tell you, it's just, it made my day. It made me grin from ear to ear because it it makes me realize that the Democrats are starting to lose it. And it's too early to lose. They can't lose it this early. If they lose it this early, they've lost it. If they're starting to melt down over Donald Trump's activities at this point uh, in the election before we've had even one national convention, before we even know who who uh, Joe Biden's running mate is going to be, before we before we know any of that information, before there's been another rally. I mean, they're not going to they're not going to be able to sustain themselves through November. And then when Donald Trump run, uh, actually wins reelection, it's going to be I I I am scared for Chris Cuomo. I'm scared for him, how he's going to react, what he's going to do. The uh, the building he's going to hurl himself self off of on November 4th. I'm scared. Uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be something to watch. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. This is Lorenzo calling on his way to work. Hey, Lorenzo, how you doing? 
Oh, good. I'm doing very well. The, uh, I'm in Jacksonville, and uh, about a week ago, I signed up for Lot J testing. Yeah. I waited in line, waited in line. Finally, I left. Okay. And three days later, I got the report that I tested positive. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. You're, now you're positive without even getting a test. How about that? That's What happened? Did they, they send you a letter or they called you? No, they sent me a letter. And they and they said, congratulations, you're positive for COVID-19? Well, they said, congratulations. Well, no, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. <laughs> Go see the friendly doctor. Anyway. So did you call uh, somebody and say, hey, guys, I think this is a mistake because I didn't even get tested? Well, I started asking other people who, who I knew had tested at the same lot. And there was another lady who received the same thing about a week or two before. Wow. That's amazing. So what do you think? What did they uh, tell you? Did you contact anybody or no? No, I don't know who to contact because whoever I contact is going to deny it. So, I, so there's no sense in them. I might as well put it on the air. And yeah. let you decide. No, you should go to the. Are you going to go to the doctor? Because apparently you have coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would do the, that. I would do that to self quarantine from work. I'd be like, "Hey guys, uh, I can't come to work for two weeks." I'd be like, "Did you test positive?" I'd be like, "Well, I'm positive, but I didn't test, so you know, whatever. I don't want to take any chances." Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. And I hope you feel better. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. This is John in St. Augustine. How you doing, John? Hey, Mark. How you doing? Oh, doing great. What do you want to say? Hey, man, I wanted to talk about the national coin shortage. What's that going on? The national coin you know, shortage. Should... Yeah, national coin shortage. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen the signs and the stories going on. But we've got a wall-to-wall coverage of COVID-19. 24-7 news, but we had no warning about the national coin shortage. We had, we had barely any news on it yeah. on the uh, on TV. And But now the Jaguars are going cashless. Pizza Hut has gone cashless. You had to use exact change in stores, or you had to use your debit card. For for those of you people out there who don't know anything about Agenda 21, their main objective is a cashless society. Yeah. This is the most dangerous thing to our freedom that has ever happened since we became a nation. If we go to a cashless society, they will control everything that we spend our money on. They will know everything that you buy and sell. Every bit of money that you have will be taxed. You will no longer be able to send cash and birthday cards. There will be no more side jobs or odd jobs to make extra cash for your family. The government will know everything you do and be able to track everything you do. Well, all right, John, let me, I, I know I understand the dangers of a cashless society for sure, but why is there a coin shortage? Where are all the coins going? Exactly. Where are they going? Are, are people storing them up because they, they because we have a, a COVID going on right now? Yeah. To me, it doesn't look like that there's a lot of money fl flowing through the economy right now, so there should be plenty of change and cash out there. Yeah. So maybe, you know what? Maybe maybe that little vortex thing actually goes nowhere. Like maybe it's just goes into maybe just goes into a big hole in the earth. You know, a little coin vortex. <laughs> yeah. Spins yeah. Around. Who knows? That John, yeah, but, I, uh, I'm going to look into that though. I'm, but we're soon not going to be working for dollars per hour. We're going to be working for credit per hour. Yeah. 
No, that's so it's, it's, it's seriously dangerous to our freedom, and everybody needs to look up Agenda 21 and realize that we're being distracted with this COVID-19. We're told to look over here, and all of a sudden, they're ushering in a cashless society. Everybody should be protesting big time about this. John, that's a great point. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. Pretty soon, we're all going to be like, uh, like uh, you know, what's her name from Star Wars, where we're going to be selling droid parts for portions. Four portions. Six Five portions. You don't remember that? No. Is that from the little Annie one? Is that from the ones before my time? Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it were a it's Harry Potter it. reference, you oh, would get it. But it's a Star it. Wars reference, and everyone looks at me like I'm an idiot. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We're gonna get to the Hannah. Go find the coins. Okay. I have lots of coins. All right, no, I have tons of coins too. So I don't. I mean, there's no shortage in my house. Nope. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. But we definitely want to battle against a cashless society uh, for faux show. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. More of the Marque shows on the way. Stay tuned to one zero four point five WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between ten and twelve. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K show. This <laughs> is the Mark K show. I hate when I sigh loudly into a microphone that's on. Oh, okay. Another hour? What? No, yeah. Hey, what's that? No, we're having a blast today. We're having so much fun. We're just doing some trivia with Hannah over the break. That's what we do. If you ever, if you watch us on Facebook or if you watch on YouTube, and we have a ton of people that watch on both YouTube and Facebook. Um, if we have, uh, you know, we have our Twitch channel back now. We we were off of Twitch for a while because they banned the president. And, you know, being in solidarity, standing in solidarity with the president, we didn't want to broadcast on a channel that was censoring him. Um, we're also on Twitter until they kick him off. And, uh, you know, a couple of other things. Um, so we really we really appreciate everybody who follows us and watches us and takes part in the show. And uh, during the commercials, if you're watching online, we do fun things like tell stories and do trivia and make fun of each other. And it's a, it's a lot of fun. 855-765-1045. All right. So here's what's happening with the Democratic Party. They're having a total meltdown. They don't like that Donald Trump's popularity, according to Rasmussen, is still 47 percent, which is identical to Barack Obama's at this time and which is basically the average the entire time he's been president. They don't like that as we're coming off of, and we are coming out of the Black Lives Matter rioting, looting, you know, law and order, you just mayhem and chaos in the streets uh, portion of the year. That is starting to dwindle. And it's starting to dwindle because of Donald Trump and his actions. Uh, the statues, they're no longer being torn down because, well, if you tear down a statue now, you go to jail. Donald Trump has made that clear and the police have gone out and they've and they've enforced that. Now we have this in, this um, uh, endorsement from the National Association of Police Organizations, which is a big stinking deal. That is a former Democratic uh, um, endorsement. That is an organization that that stood up with Barack Obama twice. When Joe Biden was vice president and now that Joe Biden's running for president, they realize that Joe Biden stands not with the law enforcement officials, but with the criminals, the people who break the law. And so they've uh, wholeheartedly endorsed Donald Trump, who stands up for our men and women in uniform. So when you look at all that and when you look at everything else that's going on, when you look at the dwindling death toll from COVID-19, when you look at the Dow Jones continuing to rise, when you look at economic prosperity just over the horizon, when you have a president who's demanding that kids go back to school so that we can get them back to normal and that we can keep America great, uh, it's no doubt that the Democrats and the media are going to try to find any little thing they can to just just have a conniption fit over. And CNN's Chris Cuomo had a breakdown on television last night, so much so.
that he could not even control his own mouth. He uttered a wordy dirt during a live news broadcast yesterday. Listen carefully as I play you the clip. You tell me how a president in the middle of a pandemic has got time for this bullshit. Are you kidding me? Now, what would make Chris Cuomo so angry that he would scream BS on live television during his newscast? Could it be that someone else yelled, hey, Fredo, to him while he was walking into the studio? Could it be that while he broke quarantine, someone yelled, shouldn't you be inside? And he threatened them with their bike? Is that what that's typically what sets him off? But no, this time around, he was mad because Donald Trump posed with a can of beans and a couple of other Goya products in the Oval Office after his daughter, Ivanka, got a bunch of heat on Twitter for posing with a single can of Goya beans. And what happened, I guess, in the aftermath of that was that, well, I mean, Twitter and and as you can see, CNN, they just they they couldn't handle it. They just couldn't take it anymore. Donald Trump in the Oval Office, he's got two thumbs up and he's got some Goya products, some chocolate wafers, it looks like, a bag of pinto beans. Oh, the Goya adobo uh, seasoning, which is not only zero calorie, but also very delicious. And they uh, they took this moment to attack Donald Trump on the basis of COVID-19, hawking products at Goya, I don't care who it is, Resolute Desk. This is what he's resolute about. This is what he's he's resolute about Goya beans marketing for a brand following calls for boycotts after Goya's CEO heaped praise on Trump last week on your dime in the middle of a pandemic. They're selling beans. They're selling beans. That's the biggest problem that Chris Cuomo has with this. Chris Cuomo has an issue with the fact that Donald Trump is in the Oval Office promoting Goya beans, just sitting there in the middle of a pandemic selling beans. They're selling beans. What? <laughs> that is, I'm sorry, I have to play it one more time. Selling beans. Yeah, selling beans. This is. This is exactly the kind of thing that the left hates. This is exactly the kind of thing that the Democrats can't stand. Because the reason, the reason, and this is something that they won't tell you on CNN. This is something they neglect to report on. This is something they conveniently leave out of the story. Chris Cuomo, he's not mad that because the the CEO of Goya Beans heaped praise on the president, millions of Democrats took to Twitter to boycott the company. Not, you know, to boycott an American success story, it's the story of an immigrant coming from Spain and building one a billion dollar industry, one of the largest industries, food or otherwise, in the world, which employs thousands and thousands of American workers. He's not mad that he's not yelling BS to Chrissy Teigen for boycotting Goya. He's not yelling BS to everyone else who said Goya Foods should. I'm never buying Goya Foods again. That's the BS. Because the the CEO of a company says our president is great for the economy and he's a builder and we thank and you should thank uh, him for everything he's done for this country and for for the financial well-being of the United States of America. Because one businessman says that about our elected leader, there's a massive boycott. And now when Donald Trump says, hey, you know what we need to do? We need to support Goya. After all, it's under attack. Think about this. Think about this. Goya. A, the, a food company that has done nothing but service United States citizens through jobs, through charitable donations. They gave 
something like a million pounds of food to uh, food banks during COVID-19. They donated masks. They donate money to food banks. They work with Hispanic organizations and Latino organizations to help their communities. They are a massive, I mean, they have a massive footprint in this country. They pay so many taxes. Goya employs so many people who pay so many taxes. It is a true American success story. It should be lauded. Instead, it's attacked by the left. And when you attack a company the size of Goya, when you when you boycott them in an organized fashion, you are a, you are an enemy of the United States economy. You are an enemy of the entrepreneurship that makes this country great. And Donald Trump has sworn an oath to battle and to protect the United States from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Chris Cuomo, CNN, Twitter, and every ridiculous moron who boycotted Goya because the CEO praised the president at a White House event, every single one of them is a domestic enemy of the United States of America. They are a domestic enemy of the United States of America. They are working in tandem together as a unit to destroy an economically viable company to bankrupt a company that they disagree with to put how many people out of work? Because when you boycott Goya, when you stop buying those Goya products, you know what happens? They close factories. They close farms. They have to close shipping warehouses. They have to shut down uh, the administrative services. They have to shut down marketing departments and advertising. You're talking about American jobs. You're talking about American tax dollars. An attack on Goya, a financial attack on Goya, is a financial attack on the United States of America. And it's the president's job to battle those attacks. So what does he do? He puts some beans and some chocolate wafers and some Goya stuff on his desk, does two thumbs up, snaps a picture, sends it out there and says, I support the American worker. I support immigrant-run businesses. I support anybody who comes from any country to work hard and 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 have uh, the guts and the cojones and the and the wherewithal and the and the vim and the vigor to fight for, follow, and realize their American dream, and in doing so, help thousands of others realize theirs. Chris Cuomo is so ridiculously out of line. To call BS on the president, because not only are we in the middle of a, a pandemic, not only are we in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic, but we are also in the middle of an economic crisis, an economic shutdown. And when the president steps in to say, hey, we are fighting this boycott of Goya because it is bad for the country at this particular time, CNN, they can't handle it. You tell me how a president in the middle of a pandemic has got time for this bullshit. Right. Because to Chris Cuomo and to his brother, the governor, and to everybody at CNN and the left leaning media and everybody on Twitter and all the Democrats helping a billion dollar company, keeping them from going bankrupt because some losers are annoyed that the CEO happens to be a Trump fan is BS. The the strength of the United States economy is BS. They don't want a strong economy. They don't want a strong government. They don't want a strong United States of America. Chris Cuomo is mad because the president is fighting back against the enemies of the country that we all love. And they and this is just the beginning. They can't handle they can't handle losing this Goya boycott was supposed to be the end of Goya. Instead, I guarantee they're going to have the best quarter they've ever had.
855-765-1045. That's what the president's resolute about. A strong economy, helping entrepreneurs, helping immigrants, helping the United States of America, making America great again. That's what the president is resolute about. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marquee shows on the way. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us. 855-765-1045. So, yeah, this whole thing with the convention is that here's the, we were and we were talking a little bit about this off the air, too, or on the uh, stream, rather. But um, the convention's coming to Jacksonville. We know that to be a fact. We also know that there's this uptick in coronavirus uh, positive testing. Although this one guy got a positive test and he didn't even ever go to get his day. He canceled it. Uh, anyway, so what's happening now is they're looking at maybe limiting the um, the number of people that can come to the convention. They're going to limit it to delegates and they're the uh, delegates' guests. It's probably going to be a smaller scale. It might be even outdoors. Um, it's not going to be the kind of brouhaha that we used to suspect. And we were planning to broadcast from there. However, the other problem that we run into now is that we have a corporate policy, apparently, where if we broadcast from the convention, we're, we would need to uh, quarantine for two weeks. Not an issue because I can broadcast from home. I have that capability. Sometimes I'm broadcasting from home. People don't even know. Except my kids yell. And Are you here today? I'm here. Today. I'm right here. Oh, okay. Good. This is me standing in front of you. I didn't know. So now I'm thinking about it. Now I'm weighing. Do I want to sacrifice the, uh, the you know, there may be a, a slight, slight diminished quality when we're not all here in the same room. You know, I don't have the same millions of dollars worth of equipment. Do I want to sacrifice that for what would be three weeks of broadcasting? For a convention that is, you know, uh, not as exciting as it could be. I don't know. But as Rich Jones pointed out, that's 39 days away. And Lord knows what's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to change. It's going to change day to day. So we are we are planning right now to broadcast live from the convention in whatever capacity we can. However, if they keep diminishing it and if they keep making it smaller and smaller, then I'm just going to, you know, I'll probably just watch it on TV like the rest of you. And uh, we'll come in here and continue to do the show. Every We're just weighing like what is the benefit um of going down there if we're if we're broadcasting from home for the next two weeks. However, broadcasting from home does have its its upside as well. For example, I don't have to put on all my clothes. You know, I don't have to shave. Uh, I can. Why are you looking at me like that? Why don't you have to put on your clothes? I mean, because are I'm your at, kids home. I'm at home. <laughs> well, I mean, they wouldn't be. They'd be back in school because school's going to start. Oh, okay. And this is like August 23rd. I mean, school's going to. They're going to be back. They're going to be. There's going to be possibly a two week delay. Uh, my kids aren't in St. John's County. Oh, I'm in St. John's County. Well, then you will be <laughs> back in school. So there you go. Uh, 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. David in Jacksonville. How are you, David? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Thank you, sir. Oh, good. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, anyway, I... Uh I had a comment about the coins that I heard on the radio earlier today. Oh, yeah, we had a gentleman call and say that there's a coin shortage because uh, they basically want us to move to a cashless society. Well, they might want us to move to a cashless society. That might well be true, and I'm against that also. But I asked about that, and the information I got said that they were sending all the coins back to the Fed to be sterilized with these ultraviolet machines. You know, when you, like they use in the hospitals, they sterilize equipment with UV rays. Yeah. Yeah, there's, and, so there, uh, that's what the Grinch told Cindy Lou Who when he was shoving the Christmas tree up the, the chimney. There's a light on one side that won't light. I'm taking <laughs> yeah, it back exactly. to my workshop. Yeah, 
Uh, that, that could be it. You know, people say they call it dirty money all the time. I still believe cash is king. And I'll be honest with you, when this pandemic hit, I went and got some cash uh, out of the bank because the next thing that's going to happen is you're going to have one of those electromagnetic pulses and the grid's going to fail. And all of a sudden people are going to be rushing to the ATM only to find out the ATM doesn't work because there's no electricity. And then when you get a bullet right, in the leg and right. you find a doctor to remove it from you, he's going to ask you how much cash you have because nothing else is going to be. I don't you know, I don't know if any of that's going to happen, but that's what I read about on a uh, prepper website. So. I always make sure I have, you know, a little bit, a little bit on me at all times. Like best bet cleaned all their poker chips during the pandemic. So maybe that's it. Maybe we're just cleaning our coins and they'll be back in circulation soon. I don't know. In the meantime, uh, time for what the bleep. If you want to play, we need two contestants. Get on the horn right now. 855-765-1045. What the bleep is next on the Marque Show on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. I need to hire like a personal assistant who just does everything that I don't know how to do. If that's can, Josh. That's a good, no, no. <laughs> Josh makes fun of me when I can't do something. I need somebody that can actually do the thing. See, and you know if I could actually do them, I would do them for you. Yeah, but you're only here two days a week, so. I know. It's like almost being like no here, being here no days a week. Uh, 855. Who do we talk to about that, by the way? Uh, I think we should talk to Nick and be like, listen. They don't need me in the afternoon. Wait, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you screw up really bad at your other job so they want to get rid of you? And then we'll be like, well, we'll just take her full Wait, time. Wait, but, but, but I need that for my mortgage. Nah, nah you'll be fine. <laughs> Eight, five, we'll get some more super chats and we'll pay for your mortgage that way. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. All right, it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for our favorite game in the entire world. A uh, little game we like to call What the Bleep. Yay! Oh, that was good. That was good. Uh, let's uh, meet our first contestant from Maryland. It's Edwin. Hi, Edwin. How are you? Hey, good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning, Edwin. What part of Maryland are you from? Southern Maryland, working for the Department of the Navy. Oh, you go. We appreciate it. So I have relatives in Southern Maryland. I love it over there. All right. Edwin, you're going Great. to be playing against Don, who's in Middleburg. Don, what part of Middleburg are you calling from? Uh, I live out by Jenningsport. Oh, okay. Perfect. Great. Uh, here's what's going to happen, gentlemen. I'm going to play you guys some clips, some news clips from the past week, and we have bleeped out one word in each clip. All you have to do is tell us what word we bleeped out. If you get it right, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. Pretty straightforward and simple, right? Yep. Yeah? You got it? All right, good. Edwin, yep. you good? Yep. Oh, perfect. All right, this is great. Uh, all right, here we go. Then without further ado, Edwin. Wait, what? Yeah. You guys, can, you guys, can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Great. Okay, perfect. Uh, Here's what we're going to do. We're going to start with you, Edwin. And uh, your first clip is from (laughs) Doc. Are are one of you listening on like a speakerphone or something? Because I can hear myself back. It's me. It's you? Is that better? Yeah, that's better. You got to put on the handset if you're uh, you're on like a speaker or something. Doesn't work without that. All right, good. Perfect. Here we go. Uh, The first clip, Edwin, is Dr. Ben. Hold on. I can't do this. I'm sorry. Hang on one second. Don, I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to put you on hold for one second. Edwin, you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, good. I don't think it was Edwin. I think it was Don, right? Yell something loud. Okay. ¿Qué pasa? 
Uh, you, Edwin Mark. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking Edwin too. All right, K Pasa. Oh, there it is. No, it is. It is Edwin. All right, hang on one second, Edwin. We're gonna, gonna put you on. This hold. is called troubleshooting. I wish we could. Yeah, we should have done this before we went on the air. Hey, Don, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, yell K Pasa, Don. K Pasa. Oh no, wait. I'm supposed to yell. Sorry, K Pasa. <laughs> Yeah, Don's good. All right. All right, Don, you're going to be playing against somebody else here in just a minute. Edwin, sorry, man, we got to drop you. Uh, get a new phone and, and call us back. Let's go. Let's get another contestant on the line here, and then we'll play. We'll play. Uh, we'll play some what. We'll play some what the bleep. <laughs> oh, Mark, I forgot to tell you. What? Hey, Pasa! <laughs> right, thank you very much. Wow. Yeah, I told you. We listen. I told you. No planning. No research. No skill whatsoever. Um, eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Eight five five seven six five. 1045. All right, we got, uh, looks like Jay on the line from Jacksonville. Jay, you there? I'm here, Mark. Can you yell K Pasa real quick? K Pasa. All right, look at that. Look at that. This is what we're looking at. <laughs> All right, here we go. Don, now you get the first uh, cl uh, clue because you've been very patient. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, Don, here we go. The first one is Dr. Ben Carson talking about something or other. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Here we go. It's almost politically incorrect to talk about values and about doing the right thing <laughs> what do you what do you think uh what do you think don um masks i don't know talk about matt matt let's take a listen it's almost politically incorrect to talk about family values oh, and about doing the right thing it was family values not mask values but that's okay there's still plenty of game left to play all right uh jay are you ready for your first one Hey, Pasa, amigo. Okay. <laughs> that joke will, uh, that's going to be our new go-to. Uh, all right, this, yeah, is, yeah, man. this is our own Dave Daniels reporting this morning uh, something or other about the conventions. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Party chairwoman Ronna McDaniel said in a letter to RNC members that attendance for the first three nights of the event will be limited to dance only. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I, mean, I don't know. I don't think I heard that one right. Then we'll be limited to dance only. Okay. What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Jay? Twenty-five percent capacity. Twenty-five percent capacity. Let's take a listen and see. Remember, it's it's just one word, but but we'll listen and see if you got any of them. Party chairwoman Ronna McDaniel said in a letter to RNC members that attendance for the first three nights of the event will be limited to delegates only. Delegates is the word. Ah. We're, delegates is the word we're looking for. That's okay. It's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. All right. Uh, t the good news is you're both tied with zero. So uh, we go back to you, uh, Don. Are you ready for your next one? I'm ready. Listen carefully. This is Laura Ingram uh, from her show, The Ingram Angle. Angle. Yeah, listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Online. Same with... Oh, hold on. Let me start it from the actual beginning. That's That'd good. Be... No, wait. Probably... Try again. One more. That'd there there we go. Nevertheless, Louisville, Kentucky just announced that all f classes will be online. Same with San Francisco schools. All right. What do you think? What the bleep? Uh, school. All school. Well, school. Let's take a listen. Nevertheless, Louisville, Kentucky just announced that all fall classes will be online. Oh. Same with San Francisco Same schools. With, yeah, Louisville and yeah. San Francisco. Um, there you go. It was fall is what we we're looking for, but that's okay. Again, still anybody's ball game as we go back to Jay. Jay, are you ready for your next one? You bet I am, Mark. Uh, this is recently pardoned Roger Stone. Trump friend and ally Roger Stone on Sean Hannity. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep uh, of the federal government and these uh, really sadistic, uh, arrogant, politically motivated 
What? What? What the bleep, Jay? Anarchist. Anarchists. Oh, I like it. Anarchists. Let's see if that's what he said. Uh, of the federal government and these uh, really sadistic, uh, arrogant, politically motivated prosecutors. Prosecutors was the end. Prosecutor. Yeah, they're politically motivated. That's the same difference, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Uh, you're right, but we need an exact match. All right. Um, what are we, back to Don? Yep. All right, Don, listen carefully. This is Jake Tapper from CNN talking about Governor Cuomo and this new poster he's selling about uh, how successful apparently New York was fighting the coronavirus, even though they've had more deaths than any other state in the universe. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. But the poster includes references to his <laughs> boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, that was a little quick. Let me play that for you. Let me play that for you one more time. But the poster includes references to his a boyfriend. Wow, what uh, what, 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 what the bleep? Uh, what the bleep, uh, Don? Daughter? Daughter? Let's take a listen. But the poster includes references to his daughters and a boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Look at that, Kassa. Nicely done. Night. Wow. One, two, three. Wow. Nicely done, Don. All right. You're on the board with a point, uh, which means, Jay, yeah, if, you, if you want to tie, you got to get this one right. Otherwise, Don wins. OK. Yeah. Listen carefully. This is CBS's Weijia Zhang talking about something or other. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Uh, bleep. Oh, hold on, let me not turn down the volume on that while I'm playing it. Here we go. Pascal's demotion is just one of several recent campaign ups, and sources say it was a long time coming. Now, what do you think? I, I didn't quite catch what it was. What it was? Sure, listen carefully. And I don't, listen one ahead, more time. Yeah, yeah, it's one about time. it's about Brad yeah. Parscale. Uh, being demoted. Listen carefully. Parscale's demotion is just one of several recent campaign ups, and sources say it was a long time coming. What do you think? Trump. Trump. Trump ups. All right, let's take a look. He also Trump. refuses yeah, to believe yeah, bad yeah. polling, yeah. even from his own team. Parscale's demotion is just one of several recent campaign shakeups, shake and ups. sources oh. say it was a long time coming. A long time coming. That means that with a score of one nothing, congratulations, Don. You win. Yeah, way to go, Don. Oh, yeah, look at that. Wow. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Don's 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 man. Thank you, guys. Hey, the Don. Uh, listen, congratulations <laughs> to both of you. Unfortunately, it's one of those weeks where we don't have any prizes. So uh, we just bid you adieu with our sincere congratulations. Uh, well, at least one of you. Quick break. More of the Marcato. We're going to wrap this whole thing up here in just a minute. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. 855-765-1045 is our number. Uh, Jerry's on the west side. He's got an update for us on this whole chain shortage thing. Jerry, what's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sweet. Sir. Sweet. What's going on, man? Yes, I was uh, actually uh, uh, getting lunch the other day, and I... Uh, and I ran by Wendy's and to get a burger, mm -hmm. and uh, it was eight sixty five. So I gave them a ten, and um, and they gave me back a one. So I'm sitting there waiting, waiting on my other thirty five cents, and the lady never even acknowledged me. And I said, "Hey, you still owe me thirty five cents." And she said, "Well, we don't have any change. If you have sixty five cents, we can give you a dollar back." 
And I was like, kind of blown away on that. I was thinking, well, you never even mentioned anything to me about not having to change. So she was just trying and, to gank your 35 cents. Well, no. Uh, the manager actually came to the window then, she, and he and she and uh, she said uh, that she apologized and and just said uh, that we don't have any change. Oh. So did they just give you, did they spot you the 35 cents, or did you just spot them the 35 cents? I gave them 65 more cents, and they gave me a dollar back. Oh, okay. So you had change, but they didn't. Right. Interesting. And you should have given them the 65 cents. They would have given you the dollar and then said, okay, now you've got change. Here's a dollar. Give me 65 cents. <laughs> That's what I would have done. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Anyway, I, thought it was, uh, uh, I thought it was kind of weird, uh, that being a a big change restaurant, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, that is bizarre. Uh, that is bizarre. And again, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of change anywhere. I'm a keep the change kind of guy. Like if I go someplace and they say it's, you know, they're like, it's a buck 87 and I give them $2. I'm like, just keep the, ch I don't want to, I don't need the right. 13 cents. Right. right. So I just say, right. keep the change. Or if I go to like takeout or something, I'll, if you know, I'll, I'll give them a little tip and I'll say, just keep, the, keep it all. Cause I just don't personally sure. like the jingle jingle. I don't like people to know that I'm coming. It was like wearing a cowbell. Sure. Um, but yeah. I do have change, and if I need a change, I would know where to get it. Or at least I think I yeah. do. May now I have to go home and check my change drawer and make sure that it's all <laughs> still there because apparently uh, we're running out. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really uh, we really appreciate it. Deborah from Cedartown. How are you doing, Deborah? I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, doing great, Deborah. What do you want to say about change? Uh, I didn't call about the change. Oh, what would you call about? Well, I called, first off, to ask you um, if you have any kind of conspiracy theory in your mind about what Biden is going to do with a running mate. Oh, I got, all I, kinds of, I got all kinds of conspiracy. Is this the Michelle Obama and then he steps down and Barack Obama becomes vice president conspiracy theory? No, not really that. I don't think Barack Obama is going to um, step into the picture, but yeah. I do believe Michelle Obama is going to step into the picture. You think so? I do. I okay. really do. And I I think that um, me and my brother, we, we talk about this a lot. And, um, I mean, they've got to drop a bombshell, right? I mean, there's got to be some big something that happens in the, the Democratic National Convention because if not, you know, you said yourself through the whole show today, they're, they're going down spiraling sure. really quick. You, you know, know, and the vice – here's the thing. We're getting closer and closer to the vice presidential pick. They said I – mean, first of all, we know that it's going to be a woman because they mentioned that. We're pretty certain yeah. it's going to be not a white woman because that would defeat the whole purpose of Black Lives Matter and, and you know, anti-white supremacy and everything they've been pushing for the past couple months. Um, so we can assume yeah. that. And then the third thing we know is that it's going to happen before the convention because they've said before the – or quote-unquote digital virtual gathering that they're having in Wisconsin – uh, you know, Michelle Obama, she fits that description. I just don't think they can. I just don't think that they can pick somebody who's has zero, uh, who has zero political experience whatsoever because Joe Biden has zero mental capacity left. They're going to need to pick somebody who they can try to at least sell to the voters as a competent politician. And I just don't think that 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 she's it, although I have heard that before, too. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. As far as vice president, well, oh yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, um, but I do believe that they could play off of her, her husband. I mean, you know, they could play off of the, the experience that she's had in the White House. I mean, she was there for eight years. You yeah. know, they I mean, could play yeah, off listen, of that. My wife has been married to me for 20 years, but she couldn't play what the bleep 
even if she tried. So just because you're married, and I couldn't do half the stuff that she does. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. We got to listen. We got to get out. I just looked at the time. I don't know why I'm telling you. Don't call because we're done for the day, but we will be back tomorrow for some fake news Friday. Stay tuned. Traffic, weather, and uh, what else? News. It's coming up next. <laughs> it's 104.5 WOKV.